Hey, this is the Don from Dinner and a Podcast. You're listening to the Nerd Podcast Mafia, entertainment your ears can't refuse. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you're people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. Oh yeah, everybody, it is time for episode number 201 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Hi. <laughs> all right. Straight from the boats. <laughs> I'm on a boat, motherfucker. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. Ooh, I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to hurt you really, really bad. What are you going to do? Make me watch Suicide Squad again? <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> oh, boy. And this week, we've got a very special guest. Great, great friend of the show. Direct from the Angry Geeks, Mr. Lewis Perry. Oh, yeah, brother. Cream of the crop. Yeah, Jeremy is MIA. Jamie a little bit underneath the weather, but I said that backwards. It's Jeremy who is under the weather, and Jamie is MIA, but I'm here for you, brothers. What's going on? And you guys know I bleed DC. Jeremy would have creamed in his pants to listen to that Jar Jar Bakes interview, but don't mess with the S. I got my Aquaman t-shirt on. Let's get it on. Let's talk so, Wizard. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it, brothers. Awesome. So, uh, Lewis, tell us a little bit about the Angry Geek Show and, and what that's all about. Now, we met you, I think, at your Minicon in 2015. Well, we don't speak to that. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was, that was a dis- that, They're not around no more, right? That's a disaster. Well, oh I mean, who, who could have foreseen that expanding from a very small two-day show somewhere in Connecticut to 17 shows nationwide in the span of six months was not going to work out. <laughs> oh, my God. That was – yeah, that's when we first met. Um, what can I say about us? Holy cow. Well, we were around before that. Um, the idea of the Angry Geeks actually started in the IHOP. <laughs> now, now known as IHOB. IHOB. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now known as IHOB. Um, Marcus, this goes back to the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. Your friend, my mute, our mutual friend, who we talked about off, you know, off, I always say off camera because we're always on camera. Um, her ex-boyfriend was a GM at a movie theater. So we used to see uh, releases two weeks before everybody else. We always walked in, which, I, you know, we still do. But um, before we watched the movies, we would go to IHOP and a bitch fest would ensue. Marvel vs. DC, Star Trek vs. Star Wars, Harry Potter vs. Lord of the Rings. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> so we would just fight. So one day I'm sitting there and we had people around us, you know, sitting in the restaurant and they were laughing at us going, oh, my God, look at these fucktards all laughing at <laughs> each other, arguing. You're right. Because everyone's oh, this person, could, the Hulk can beat Superman. I'm like, fuck you. Hulk cannot beat Superman. In what world do you live in when that shit can happen? And I mean, we were like throwing food at each other. It, it was, you know, good family fun. So I'm thinking if these people are laughing and the staff is laughing. Maybe I should do something. So I got well, a friend. Another friend of mine was running a uh, local uh, public access TV show. So I brought him up this idea. 
And next thing I know, we're on six stations. We get picked up by the Earplug Podcast Network. I'm getting invited to cons, and I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. <laughs> that and that's right. it. That's the story. I mean, and I adopted Jeremy because we met. Okay, most people make a drug deal. They go to a parking lot. They do their deal. Oh, I Jesus. Met, no, listen. Now, listen. This has nothing to do with drugs. Hold on. I'm on eBay. You guys know I'm a big collector. I collect comic books. I collect toys. You know, I'm sitting here in the geek layer right now, surrounded by all this crap. And I'm on eBay, and I'm looking for some stuff, you know, comics that I need to fill up gaps and everything. And I see this one auction going on, South Hadley, Massachusetts. I'm like, shit, I'm not going to pay for shipping. So I sent an email to the person, and I'm like, I want these books, but I'm not going to pay for shipping. I live in this town. You live in this town. Let's meet somewhere. So he called, he emails me back, said, sure, we can meet Saturday, uh, Friday night, this time, Dunkin' Donuts parking lot. Great. I pay the guy. This is Jeremy I'm talking about. Drive all the way to South Hadley, Dunkin' Donuts. I wait there for an hour. Dude doesn't show up. I email him, oh, my God, I forgot. This is the beginning of our relationship. I go back to the Dunkin' Donuts the next day, meet Jeremy. I drive up in my car. He drives up, and it's like through the window. Here's your comics. Here. This happens like four times. All of a sudden, we just start sitting down. We start talking and talking, and boom, I bring him in, and uh, the rest is history. Now, how long ago was this when you uh, first met Jeremy? Oh, God, it seems like forever. <laughs> um, I'm going to say five years. Oh, wow. About, yeah, about five years. I had a, uh, another co-host um, that was with me in the beginning of the Angry Geeks, and it, it just didn't work out. I mean... Yeah, when you do something, you have to be committed. And well, we did a panel last year, a terrific con about it. And when you guys know, if you're doing a podcast, you have to be committed. You have to be all in, uh, especially with TV. You have to be all in. If you're not all in, it just doesn't work. And we had a professional wrestler on the show. And my former co-host said, well, it's all fake. And I'm like, dude, you can't do that. <laughs> Guy walked off set. He was very angry. The wrestler was. So I was like, it's not going to work. And, and while prior to that, Jeremy was doing a lot of guest fill-ins. So I just asked Jeremy, I said, you want to do it full-time with me? He said, yeah. So then that was when uh, I think it was MassiveCon got a hold of us and asked us to do our first live panel. And from MassiveCon, it went to Rhode Island. It went to Northeast Comic Con, Terrific Con, Garden State out in Jersey. Um, Vermont, they all started calling us up going, oh my god, you guys are so funny in front of an audience, you want to do it here and the rest is history I mean, J Jeremy's like the um, uncle that you don't want around your kids <laughs> 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 but it worked, and then recently we brought in Jamie, because you gotta rebrand you always have to rebrand, I mean, I took a play out of your guys' book, you guys have Aubrey and my wife is like you guys really need maybe bring in a third person, how about a girl I'm like, yeah, but I was like, cool and Jamie was on the show live. She was here in the house a few times. She goes, why don't you just ask Jamie? I called Jamie Dolan up. You know, that Wonder Woman for everybody. Follow her on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, she was like, I'm all in. Let's do it. I'm like, great. There you go. Volume two was born. That's very cool. You guys throw on a really good uh, a really good panel, too. When, oh, when stop it. it. It's a lot of fun. Stop. Stop. Keep going. That was like, you know, you know when someone <laughs> says stop, you're supposed to keep going. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. You guys are always there. Whenever we do a live show, you guys are there, and I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And all that uh, all that swag that we give away is either donated from one of our sponsors, donated from 
vendors that we have at the show, some of the guests that we have at, at the show, and some of it's the stuff that I find in my, uh, my collection that's not not out on display or stuff that when Jeremy buys a collection out, it's stuff that he doesn't need. So that's where all our prizes come from. Um, I know I could tell you at our live show at Comic-Con, the GameStop in my town is actually donating uh, stuff for us to give away. So we're going to have some pops to give away and I think even some video games. I'm not sure. Ooh, that's nice. Nice. We'll have to sit up front. <laughs> yeah, uh, you guys are family. You don't get shit. You know the rules. You know the rules. You don't get uh, Have Aubrey there at cosplay. I will give her some stuff. I'll do what I can for the good of the people. <laughs> Thank you, Aubrey. <laughs> yeah, Speaking of Aubrey, <laughs> Aubrey, what the hell happened to you last night? <clears throat> so we went to Dave Matthews. Oh, and, man, that's terrible. <laughs> all right, Mark. Um, oh, sorry. In uh, Bristol, which is right outside of D.C. And uh, it's like a little bit before 8. They were all set to go on at 8. And it's a little bit before 8. And somebody comes on and says, um, we have to delay the show. At this time, we invite everybody from the lawn to come into the amphitheater. If you are not in the gates, please seek shelter in the bathrooms. And so then, um, we, you know, we rush in to put our ponchos on because it just, like, the sky opens up and it just starts downpouring. And then lightning starts happening and it's hitting the amphitheater, it's hitting the lawn. We're like, Jesus, what is going on? And well, it was um, a storm. That's it, was a, it, it was a crazy storm. So they told us to monitor their Facebook to see what was going on with the show because they had locked everybody in the stadium. So uh, we're watching Facebook. People are saying that in the parking lots, they're telling people that there's tornado warning and everybody has to seek shelter. And um, they, some people were getting told that the show was canceled and so they had to head back. But then we're watching the Facebook to see what's going on. And then somebody posts, they're bringing in boats. We're like, what the hell is going on? And then we see pictures of the parking lot is completely flooded. And like 60 to 70 cars were just um, completely, I mean, like they were up to the windows with water. So they had to bring boats in to go through the parking lot to see if there were people in these cars. And then like probably an hour and 45 minutes or so, they start, the band started playing. But we had to go back out to our car and see if our car was actually one of the ones that was damaged because, of course, we were parked right in the flooding zone. And, you know, we, of course, parked right in that lot. And I'm like, oh, I can I can see my car in the pictures like I'm screwed. And, and I was kind of I was kind of happy because I was like, man, if my car's totaled, it's going to be paid off because I have gap insurance. This could be really nice. <laughs> but the- <laughs> But then I get out to the parking lot and it was like the lot that got flooded, then the porta potties, and then my car right next to the porta potties. Wow. And I was like, come on. <laughs> Could you, you like push your car into the water or anything? <laughs> I should have. I was like, this is this sucks. But it was kind of nice because by the time we got out, it was like midnight. And by the time somebody would have gotten to us, it would have been around one o'clock. And then we wouldn't have got home until later. So, you know, in a sense, it was nice that my car did not flood. But, yeah, I mean, they had boats to rescue people and everything. Even the, the outside 
was so flooded, like the concession stand was so flooded that people were up to like their um, cabs in, in water. So. And you still had to see Dave Matthews. Yeah. <laughs> we're dedicated. We didn't spend that money for nothing. They, I mean, they didn't even, um, the people are all upset because they were turned away and there was no word of them issuing refunds or anything like that because people thought that they were just going to reschedule a show. And, of course, I was panicked about them rescheduling the show because I have two jobs. And I was like, how the hell am I going to get time off to come back here to see it, to see this again? So I was kind of happy that they did it late. But they cut the show by, like, an hour. And there was an 11 o'clock curfew. But they went over the curfew and just paid the fine. But they still had to cut it by an hour. Yeah. It was a fun time. Oh, I'm glad you're alive. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I'm glad that your car is not underwater like the other 70 cars that were there. Oh, yeah. People were pissed. Um, we had to walk through the lot that was flooded in order to get to the lot that we were in. And the cops stopped me and they're like, where are you parked? And I was like, uh, like between C11 and C15. I'm not sure where. <laughs> and they were like, okay, you should be okay. And um, so lots like eight, nine, and ten had flooded, and I was in eleven. And um, so I was walking by people, and they were like, uh, "Be ready for when you get to your car. We have three feet of standing water sitting in our car." And and they wouldn't let those. They had to tow all of those cars out. And so they told people they had to stay there until they emptied the entire parking lot to get their cars towed. So, for people like me who were planning on going home after the concert, they probably had to get a hotel because they would have been way too tired to drive. All right. So, how many people are going to be idiots in now, Sue? Oh, uh, I'm sure a good portion of them will. Dave Matthews, you caused the storm. I'm suing you for $5 billion. Oh, yeah. Society is. It was all over the internet. People were like, Dave, this is ridiculous. And then some people were like, yeah, because, you know, he makes all all of those decisions. Like, don't be idiots. But, yeah, people are all over Facebook blaming him for it, blaming the band for it, and then blaming the venue. And it actually turned out to be the venue's fault. So I had read an article in one of the papers today that said that the whole reason the parking lot even flooded was because they had... Like one of the stormwater things was uh, clogged, so they didn't have it properly maintained, so that's why it flooded. So I'm sure Jiffy Loop Live will be sued like crazy for not having that. But oh yeah, and I'm sure people would try to sue the band too. People are people were being ridiculous online and blaming him for everything, even though you know he has no control over that. The venue yep. doesn't let you play. The venue doesn't let you play. You got to kind of get the hell over it. It's just the way society is. Oh, God. Society drives me nuts these days. Yikes. All right. Well, uh, Mark, uh, how about you? Uh, exciting weekend for you or uh, just normal? Uh, yeah, my Mark car. Mark was on an airplane. <laughs> yeah, I was on an airplane. I crashed in the middle of the Pacific. <laughs> yeah. oh. uh, but I'm okay. Thanks for asking. You want to flash back five years <laughs> and tell us about it? <laughs> <laughs> We have to go back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, my my week was pretty cool. You know, I, I just chilled and slept and uh, watched movies and read comic books. So uh, yeah, that was my week. 
Sounds uh, very similar to my week. Uh, all I did was sleep, work, and uh, play video games and read comic books. So <laughs> good times, good times. Well, at least me and you had normal weeks. Excellent. Yep. So, you know, let's let's get at it. Uh, this week, episode 201 of the So Wizard podcast, we're going to talk all about the 9,000 trailers that came out this week. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the series premiere of Marvel and Freeform's new series, Cloak and Dagger. No Dabney Coleman in this one, so um, <laughs> unfortunately, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, Aubrey, before you you were born, there was a movie called Cloak and Dagger that came out that had no, nothing to it, do with Marvel. So it did have a lot to do with Atari twenty six hundred game cartridges, though. With Fred Savage, correct? Uh, that, no, that was the kid Thomas. from ET. Yeah, Henry. Oh Thomas. yeah, the kid from ET. All right, they look the same. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> At least he didn't say Paul Pfeiffer. All right. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, we're going to get at it. Mark, why don't you, uh, let everyone know where they can find more So Wizard Podcast. All right. So everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, movie reviews from yours truly, uh, Netflix picks from our buddy, Adam Wallyhawk, uh, Amazon streaming picks are over there too. Uh, you can also find our merchandise there where you can purchase some of our t-shirts, uh, look good while you're representing the show. Uh, a great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping there through the link that we keep right on the website. There's a big A. Click on that. Do your Amazon shopping. Receive your products from Amazon, and you'll also be helping out our little show. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook. We have Twitter. We have Instagram. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you are there. Uh, you can also find us on the Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone. We're on Podbean. We're on Google Play Music. You can also stream us through Spotify. Uh, you can also find our show along with some other fantastic podcasts on the nerdpodcastmafia.com website. Shout out to the Nerd Podcast Mafia. Back to you, Joey. Send a few short static shocks up your up your pussy. Not enough to hurt you too bad, but make you feel good. You're gonna get my milk, kitty cat. <laughs> what the hell was that? Um, <clears throat> that was uh, Christian having phone sex while pretending to be uh, Pokemon. Good lord. <laughs> yep, that actually happened, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Um, great. So <laughs> let's jump into the news. There's 9,000 trailers to talk about. So let's get into the trailer park and, and make it happen. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, Mark Ellis, bring forth the news. All right. So before we get into the uh, long list of trailers, I wanted to get our guest opinion on a, a certain news item that dropped this week. Uh, it looks like Jared Leto is going to be getting his own Joker movie that he's going to be starring in and producing. Now, this kind of goes up against the other Joker movie that Todd Phillips of The Hangover is doing. Uh, he His movie is supposedly going to be starring uh, Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. But this would be mm -hmm. Jared Leto's Joker that we got introduced to in the Suicide Squad, somewhat on his own adventure, and Jared Leto's going to have a much more uh, stronger presence in the making of it. Lewis, what do you think of Jared Leto getting a chance at his own Joker movie? 
Well, you guys do know, and everyone out there should know, that there's more than one Joker in the DC universe. They dropped this over over the springtime slash, uh, yeah, around from, I would say, February to about April. DC already announced there's not there's more than one Joker. So it's going to work. There's three of them? Yep, there is. There is. And it's it's going to work. Now, the Joker that's trying to sabotage the wedding, which comes out uh, Batman 51 in July, we don't know which one it is. But there is more than one Joker. What DC and Warners are trying to do, they're trying to make it like the comics. I think it's going to work. I have no problem with it whatsoever. All right, you were a fan of uh, Jerry Leto's uh, representation of the Joker in the last movie, in the Suicide Squad? Well, you know what? Th- this is the thing. He really wasn't on it too much to cast judgment. Okay. Let him have the movie. I learned my lesson. Again, we talked about this before we started recording. I learned my lesson with the Thundercats. I'm going to give him a shot. If I don't like it then, I don't like it. If I do like it, I do. But I'm going to give it a shot. I'm getting tired. Uh, I'm going to let me quote my parents. Sick and tired of people prejudging things before it starts. Let's let it come out. Don't worry about the trailers. Let's sit down, watch the movie, and see if we enjoy it. That's when we make our judgment. I'm tired of people passing judgment before the shit happens. Let it happen, then we can decide. <laughs> you are in a wrong podcast, my friend, because that's oh, exactly what man. we do. <laughs> oh, hey, it's good, brother. It's all good. It's all good. It's all fun. It's all fun and games till somebody loses an eye. But for now, I really think about it. Really, really think about it. Let's save judgment till we see it. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Aubrey, what do you feel about Jared Leto getting his own Joker movie? <laughs> how can you say that? Seriously, how can you say that? How much of the Joker not. did we have in the Suicide Squad? <laughs> not much. We did not have much. Not much at all. So you don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, see, you're laughing because you know it's true. You don't know. You you don't know. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Dead silence. Joe, is this thing on? <laughs> I'm, I'm staying quiet. You're staying quiet. Ooh, okay. All right, Joey, what about you, dude? How do you feel about Jerry Little getting his own Joker movie? Uh, we'll see. Uh, ah, thank you. See, we'll see. There you go. That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm, I'm asking the world. Pretend I'm super excited about it, but no, you don't have to be. I'm not super excited about. It. I'm super excited about Aquaman. That's what I want to see. But with the Joker, let it happen. Then we can judge. Yeah, I feel like Warner Brothers is spinning way too many plates. I mean, I understand that there is multiple Jokers in the DC universe, but let's let's just try to get one good movie before we throw out all of the spinoffs. You know what I mean? The Joker, Jared Leto was, pro- was probably promised a lot more for Suicide Squad, and he didn't get it, which is why they're letting him take the reins a little bit more for this one. Um, he's a good actor. He's a great musician. Mm-hmm. It, I guess it just depends on... Like, the mm-hmm. only thing, I, and I'll, I'll go on record, and I, uh, well, I'm already on record. The only thing I didn't like about the Joker is that, yes, his face was white, but if you watch the movie and you watch it closely especially when he says all this chit chat's going to get you hurt. His hands were not white. They were normal flesh color. That bugged me. He was not completely bleached white in some spots of that movie. That got me. Well, I just want to, if they could make a good story, you know, it doesn't really matter if it's Joaquin or Jared, just a, a good comprehensive story with, uh, 
you know, maybe a good Batman. And I'll be happy with that. I'll be fine with that. All right. What do you mean a good Batman? Well, you can't have... Ben Affleck is a good Batman. Oh, yeah, he's a great Batman, but that doesn't mean he's going to be in the Joker movie. Or if he's even going to be Batman moving forward. True. True. But the way DC is doing stuff, the way Warner, Warner has their hands in it, and it's not like Marvel where everything is connected, which is BS because in Marvel, nothing is connected because if it was, you would have saw the Punisher. You would have saw Daredevil. You would have saw Jessica Jones. You would have saw Crap Fist. I mean, Iron Fist. You would have seen all them <laughs> in the Infinity War. They would have all disappeared, but you didn't see that when all that shit was happening in New York. So that's ah, that that doesn't jive with me. But at least DC tells you they're all on different Earths. So maybe they're going to do that in the movies, too. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. So then in another uh, news drop that happened this week, this I wanted uh, Aubrey's opinion on. We kind of speculated about this on the last episode, but uh, it looks like it's official. Aubrey, get ready because Valentine's Day 2020, you're going to get Legally Blonde 3. Not Legally Blonde, the twins, uh, Legally Blonde story. Uh, this is going to be an official part three to complete the trilogy. How psyched are you for Reese Witherspoon coming back in the third installment of Legally Blonde on a big screen? My body is ready for the <laughs> bend and snap. I cannot wait. I'm, I'm super excited. I love Reese Witherspoon. She has to be my favorite actress hands down. And I think it's going to be fantastic. I think she does great work already. And I think that She's going to put everything she can into this movie because she loves Elle Woods as a character. And she, you know what I always admired about Reese Witherspoon is how she actually cares about how she comes across to other people. And in in a sense where she knows that she's in a position of power and a position of influence. And so she conducts herself as so. And she's very professional and... Nothing in, I mean, she's had a couple of slip ups, but she's a human and everybody does. But I think that she thinks very carefully about what she says before she puts it out there. And she thinks about her actions very carefully. So I think that she portrays that really well in Elle Woods. And I think that she's going to continue to do so and make sure that what she's putting out there is going to be influential. Yeah, I don't know if I really want to watch the other two movies to see the third one. Oh, that's you yeah, at least got to watch the first one. The f- the second one wasn't as good, but the first one is a classic. The classic. All right. Classic. <laughs> you, know, you guys, you know what I've always admired about Reese Witherspoon? What's that? Her boobs. Uh, how hot she was in Cruel Intentions. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what I just said. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, uh, Joey, any, uh, anything to say on Legally Blonde Part 3 coming out 2020? No, I, I haven't seen the first three. So, <laughs> Are we gonna... the, uh, the direct-to-video uh, one with, the, with her nephews or whatever, yeah, <laughs> her nieces, that's... looks horrendously bad. And uh, that might be on my list to watch at some point. Maybe it should be like on our... Don't say it. I hate you now. Watch. <laughs> no, no, when because I don't hate you to make you watch it, but maybe it should be like on our next list of like the lists. Oh, there you made. go. Yeah. All right. That Everybody the watches Legally Blonde one. Well, Mark, do you know what you say when uh, no one has seen Legally Blonde? <laughs> you just made the list. <laughs> All right, Legally Blonde three. You are officially on the list. <laughs> 
No, it's Legally Blonde. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Legally Blonde 2.5. It's no, there's got to be like a, a there's got to be like a weird name for it. We got to like give it like a, you know, Courtroom Twins a Legally Blonde story. No. <laughs> Nothing. No. I, I don't think there's a Legally Blonde cinematic universe. But. There is, and it's starting with that one. <laughs> you just created it. Lewis, any uh, intention of seeing Legally Blonde 2 2020? I think I'm getting a lobotomy that day. I got to look at the schedule. <laughs> you have to Perfect. get your Superman jacket clean that day. <laughs> or the Green Lantern, one of the two, I'm not sure. I don't know, Father's Day's next week. There's no telling what's going to be wrapped up for me, waiting for me then, man. Oh. My, my daughter, she spoils the shit out of me. I got Batman, we got a Batman jacket for my birthday. Got the Superman jacket not too long ago for uh, Father's Day. Got the Green Lantern for... Take a year for Father's Day. Next week, I don't know what's when she comes walking through that door. There's no telling what I'm gonna get. Um, I'm gonna say Shazam. Yeah, that oh yeah, mate. Hopefully, hopefully, because she asked me, "Hey, Dad, do you like the Flash?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I like the Flash. She's all right." And uh, but I don't know. Shazam will be pretty cool. I knew you. We like gotta that. wait and see. Gotta wait and see. It's a week away. A week away. All right, so we also got a bunch of trailers that dropped this week. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read off um, a list of the trailers, and I'm going to ask you guys to give it a score. Uh, One to five. I don't know. I'm sorry. Zero to five. Uh, Zero meaning the trailer does nothing for you and you have no desire to see it. Five meaning, yes, you're all about it. You're ready to go see it yesterday. So there's there's a list of them. I'm going to go through each one. Just give me your score and uh, a little bit about it. The first one is going to be Bumblebee. You got people out there who need you. This is why you're here, B. Uh, this is a somewhat spinoff of the Michael Bay Transformer Universe starring Haley Stansfield and John Cena. We got our first look at the trailer. Looks like it's going to be taking place in the 80s and Bumblebee looks like he does in a cartoon show. Uh, so let's start with our guest, Lewis, from a score from zero to five. How do you feel about three. the Bumblebee trailer? Three. Three. Okay. A three. I was digging it until I saw Hulk Hogan Jr. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. <laughs> All right, dude. Uh, I can't stand him. I can't see him. I can't stand him. He's he wrecked it for me. Um, I'm gonna see the movie, but it's it's a three. Mm-hmm. All right, perfect, perfect. Aubrey, how about you? Um, I'm I'm at about a two. Two, okay. Yeah, I like Haley Steinfeld, but other than that, they get John Cena that just looks like a joke, <laughs> and you know, I don't know. All right, all right, Joy. What about you, man? Uh... I'll give it a two and a half. Um, I don't like these Transformers movies. I think we've been over that multiple times, yep. but the uh, designs are a lot closer to the cartoon. So it was cool to see Starscream looking like Starscream. Yep. <laughs> if it is Starscream. Yeah, that's true. Um, but uh, I do like uh, I do like John Cena in movies, so uh, don't <laughs> I don't like him in wrestling, but. I like him as a person, and I don't like uh, I like him in movies. So, come on, the Marine that was awesome. Oh my God, you're killing I mean, it's, me! It's no the Marine Five with the Miz and Maurice, but no. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's not like we're not going to go see it for the show, but uh, and it's not like Aubrey's going to be forced to not go see it because her son's going to want to see it. So. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of excitement factor, it's just like, oh, okay, that looks not face-meltingly awful. So I'll give it a two and a half. Yep, I agree with you. It looks it looks entertaining enough. Um, the thing that the two things that stood out to me that it has going for it is the design of the robot actually looks cooler than it did in the in the Michael Bay movies. I like the more bulky style to it, and uh, it's from the director of Kubo and the Two Strings. So right there, right there, he's got my money. So uh, yeah, that comes out December twenty first, two thousand eighteen. Uh, I'm gonna give it a three on that trailer. Did you uh, ever see Kubo and the Two Strings, Lewis? No, I don't know no. what that is. No, I'm kidding. No, I did not see it. Definitely uh, awesome. You should check it out sometime if you're bored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's on Netflix. Dude, it depends. It, it depends. My schedule sucks, man. I, I got to be in bed every night by like 7 o'clock with my, for my job. I got to wake up at 4. I got to be there for 6. I got an uh, hour commute, and it's it's a struggle. And uh-huh. editing footage and putting the pot, getting the podcast to the network, it's a struggle. So I do what I can. And we got a big thing coming up at, at a big topic at um, Foxwoods for our live show. And um, I've got to do some homework. So when I get bored, I'll watch it. There you go. All right. So in two years. <laughs> in, two, yeah, in two years. Yeah. All right. So the next one is the Lego movie part two. A lifetime has passed since the horrific events of Taco Tuesday. Our lives descended into chaos. This new life has toughened and hardened us all. Two coffees, please. One black, one with just a touch of cream and 25 sugars. Well, toughened most of us. That one is a sequel to the big hit from a few years ago. Uh, Let's start. Let's go around again. A Lewis Lego movie, too. Were you a fan of the first one? And what did you think of this one? All right. I saw bits and pieces of the first one. Um... Not, I didn't watch it all the way through. I just saw it here and there. The trailer for part two, it, to me, it kind of gave everything away. You know it's a sister. Because of the first one, you ended up being the dad and all that crap. You know it's going to be the sister. And you watch the trailer, you're just going to find out who it is. I, I don't know. I, I think uh, Lightning won't hit the bottle twice on this one. Since I really only saw the first one in bits and pieces, I'm going to give this a two. Mm-hmm. All right, fair enough. Aubrey, what about you? Yeah, I'm also at a two. I fell asleep during the first Lego movie. Um, I know, I know. I don't even know why. And then I have yet to finish it again. So, you know, I really can't see the second one without seeing the first one. So, you know, I'm I'm at a two. So you don't know how the movie ends, the Lego movie? Right. Wow. That's nice. Joey, what about you, dude? Um, I'd probably say about a four. Wow. I love the first Lego movie. I saw it in the theater with my kids. I think we've watched it at home on Blu-ray about like 300 times. Um, Don't you have any other Blu-rays? Oh, yeah. I've got every Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Commando. Uh, oh, okay. That's good. Uh, Deep Rising. Uh, I've got some good movies. but um, So we, we've watched that. We've watched it a million times. I love it. It's, it's fucking great. I, I don't know if you can capture lightning in a bottle from the first one again. I don't. I loved uh, Lego Batman. I thought that was hilarious, but it certainly wasn't as good as the first Lego movie. And I've never seen Lego Ninjago because it looks like trash. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. But I'm going to go see it because I love the first one. And it's pretty obvious, like Lewis said, that's his sister because the space alien 
that comes is a Lego's Friends minifigure, which mm-hmm. is the Lego Girls focused line. So <laughs> that's how you know it's his sister. Yes, I, I did, like I said, I didn't even watch the first one completely through, and immediately as I'm watching it, and I'm like, it's his sister. That's fine. As long as it's funny, I'm I'm in, you know, and the kids will like it. So it's not like I'm gonna, you know, get. 35 novels in the Lego movie expanded universe, but you know, I just, it's fine. <laughs> I've certainly seen worse movies with my kids. So much, much worse movies. <laughs> much, much worse movies. Yeah. I was a fan of the first one and I was a really big fan of the Lego Batman movie. Um, I don't know. For some reason, this trailer didn't really, it seemed a little too try hard for me. So uh, I'm, it didn't really hit me in the right spot. So I'm going to give it a two. Um, but I'll be uh, cautiously optimistic about if they can stick the landing. All right. So then the next one I wanted to talk about was, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Lego movie does not have a date yet, but it is coming out in 2019. <clears throat> so the next movie I wanted to talk about was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. In your universe, there's only one Spider-Man. But there is another universe. It looks and sounds like yours, but it's not. My name is Miles Morales. Hey, uh, Miles Morales is the focus of this story, and in it, through the trailer, we get to see that he's going to be meeting up with Peter Parker, and uh, another surprise uh, towards the end, Gwen Stacy as Spider Gwen. Uh, I think this movie looks really cool. Lewis, scale from zero to five, what do you think of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse trailer? All right, we all know I bleed DC. But I'm going to give it a five. I really liked it. The whole thing with the dad at the school, the dad being the cop and everything. I do that to my kids. I chuckled. (laughs) I laughed. I thought it was cool. I'm looking forward to it. But animated superhero movies at Christmas time don't do well. We all know what happened to the Black uh, Batman Mask of the Phantasm back in the 90s. Not sure how it's going to do at the box office, but I'm excited for it. I want to see it. Good point. Good point. Aubrey, what about you? Um, I'm probably at about a three. I don't really like animated movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be my biggest problem. But, you know, we'll see. I'm cautiously optimistic. So. All right. All right. Joey, what about you, man? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'll give it a five. I'm excited. I'm all in. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, I think it looks great. Yeah, I think it looks really cool. I think the visuals look really cool. I am excited uh, for Spider-Gwen. And uh, I, I just hope they're going to actually call her Spider-Gwen and not Ghost Spider in this, because it's terrible. Um, but I am curious to see if there's going to be more Spider-Verse characters into it, so if we can get Spider-Punk or uh, Spider-UK or uh, <laughs> yeah, some of the other uh, Spider-Men that are out there in the multiverse. But uh, yeah, I mean, this looks good. It, it looks cool, and it's Spider-Man, so obviously I'm going to go, but... Uh, it's very scary what Lewis just said, though, about uh, box office. <laughs> I don't think you can have a better animated Batman movie than Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah, that well, can't th- make money. If you out. look at it, it, it failed. It failed at the box office because it was released on Christmas Day. Seeing that at the end of the trailer, Christmas, uh, I don't know. I don't. I just don't know. Right. That, you, have you ever been. seen that, Mark? Have you ever seen Mask of the Phantasm? Are you kidding me? Before uh, The Dark Knight... Uh, Batman Mask of the Phantasm was my all-time favorite Batman movie. All right, let me ask you guys this. Did you see it in the theater, or did you see it? Now, I know I'm dating myself. I know I'm older than most of you cats there, especially Audrey. 
But <laughs> did you guys go to the theater and see it? Yeah, I went to. I definitely went to the theater and saw it, and there was hardly anyone the, in the, the theater. Re- wait a minute, wait a minute. The original release or the re-release? Not the original release. Wait, they re-released it? Yeah, they did. But no. it was like for like a one-week special engagement. No, I actually went to the theater on Christmas Day. Now remember, I was a single dad, so I left my kid with my mom because I'm going <laughs> to the movies, and she's like, "What?" I'm like, "I'm going to see Batman." See ya. So yeah, I went to Stanford, Connecticut to see it. Because I, I spent Christmas down in Norwalk with my parents, and it was playing only in a theater in Stanford. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I did see it in a theater. Joey, you must have been like eight or what? seven. What year did that come out? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, let me see. Let me see. When did it come out? I'm gonna say eight, uh, 90, Was it 1993? Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I think I was a junior in high school, and no, I did not see it. <laughs> in the theater. I saw it on video. <laughs> Home video. <laughs> Home video. VHS or beta? VHS. <laughs> Obviously, in 1993, it was VHS. Not that we yeah, didn't have a beta player at my mom's house. You don't know your parents. Somebody in your family could have picked up a beta at a tag sale and said, here you go. This is yours. Dude, we had a beta player no from like, shit, when it first really? came out. Yeah. Dude, I had back the wrong horse in that one. <laughs> All right, now again, dating myself, I had a video disc player. It was <laughs> a disc with the size of an LP, and you had to flip that shit over when it got to a certain point in the movie. And I could tell you exactly when Raiders of the Lost Ark, when Indy looks up and goes, "That's it." That's when the disc ended. You had to get up. <laughs> well, I was the remote control. I had to get up and flip the shit over so we could finish watching the movie. Do you know what's really funny, Lewis, is that the only movie we owned on beta was Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's funny. It's a classic. That is a classic, Aubrey. That's the definition of classic is Raiders of the Lost Ark. I like Last Crusade better, but, you know. Really? Yes. Blasphemy. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Move on to the next trailer. Right, right, wait. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so uh, yeah, Spider Man into the verse, into the Spider Verse. I'm gonna give uh, six because uh, he's wearing Air Jordans. Six. He's wearing Air Jordans. He's wearing Air Jordans, and he yells Brooklyn when he jumps off the building. Right there, I'm like, take my money. I'm all, I'm all in. Oh, that's what he said, Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck did he say? I don't know. Uh, I thought he said Brooklyn. He's really into Spike Lee movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I didn't understand what he said. Because I was like, what the fuck? It must be some Marvel code for something. I don't know. Yeah, whenever I jump off buildings, I like to yell, do the right thing as I hop uh, <laughs> <it> down. <laughs> All right, okay. So the, uh, the next trailer is uh, Halloween. He's waited for this night. He's waited for me. I've waited for him. Uh, it looks like another reboot slash sequel, kind of. Uh, I this don't know one... if it's a reboot because of how the trailer played. I'll, I'll let you finish the intro, Marcus. I'm sorry. No, no, it's all right. So it's um, it's coming out this year, uh, October 19th. I'm not 100% sure exactly who this movie is made for, but let's go around the room. Lewis, what did you think of the trailer, Zero to Five? All right, I'm not a big horror movie fan. But this trailer, the very last scene of it, it got me. I'm like, holy fuck, that was cool. Um, 
by looking at it, going through. Now, Jeremy did give me a, a, an opinion on the movie. He loved it. He can't wait for it. But myself, as I'm watching the trailer, first of all, why in the fuck would a psychiatrist bring that mask into an assailant asylum? You know shit was going to happen. So well, there's to be something fair, what insane asylum has people chained up outside on a checkerboard? Exactly. <laughs> and when he held up the mask, all the crazy people were acting like Jeremy Courtney fans. They were like going fucking nuts. Why would you do that? That Why? Okay. That's why, the that's insane what, asylum. If you don't have health insurance, that's the one you get put in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They're all like chained outside like fucking dogs. But I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, why would they do this? Why, why would they even allow... If this guy had, you know, of course, they already went through the history of him doing all this stuff and going after supposedly was his sister. But now it's not his sister. In the first two movies, the original movies, it was his sister. That sounds like uh, comic book continuity to me. So why would they even allow that to happen? That's fine. Now, in this version, Michael doesn't escape. The bus crashes and he lets loose. Now, through this whole thing, you see Jamie Lee Curtis had got an underground James Bond thing going through her kitchen with all kinds of guns, and she's, like, blowing things away, wanting Michael to escape. I liked it. I thought it was great. I'm going to go see it. I did see Rob Zombie. Like I said, I'm not a horror movie fan. I did see Rob Zombie's ha- uh, Halloween in the theater. Very rarely do I go to a theater to see a horror movie, but this, I'm going to go see it. I'm going to give it a 4.5. I was excited. The last part of that trailer got me. I was like, holy shit, that's pretty cool. High praise, high praise. Aubrey, what about you? What did you think of the Halloween trailer? It's cool. I don't really like horror movies, but I'll see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Joy, what about you? Um, where was Busta Rhymes? They can't, they can't put it all in the He's trailer, calling man. Shaft! Shaft! <laughs> <laughs> Who's the man who risked his neck for his brother, man? Now, What's my name? Shaft! <laughs> what? Come on. That was funny. I remember that trailer. That's awesome. You that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was a good movie. That, that, that was a shaft for the ages right there. Um, Aubrey, in one of the last Halloween sequels, uh, Busta Rhymes beats up Michael Myers using karate. That sounds fantastic. It actually is awful and amazing at the same time. Um, <laughs> but, I, yeah, I mean, it looked really cool. But I, I don't know. I'm not a big, again, I'm not a big horror guy either. <laughs> so we're all wimps. Um, but, I, I mean, I might go check it out or check it out on Netflix. No, I, I don't think it looks really it's, cool. it's not that I'm a wimp that I don't like it. I just don't understand them. It's like, again, why in the fuck would the guy bring the mask to the assailant asylum? Why? Do you, who does that? Well, it would be a really short movie if they just showed up and, and talked to him for five minutes and laughed. <laughs> but it, it, it's like every horror movie is the same formula. And running down, the girl with, with her boobs hanging out, runs down, falls down, gets killed. Who does that? Now, Jeremy had the perfect thing yesterday as we were talking. Well, we were talking about this. That god awful movie about Jason going to space. Remember that? Was it Jason X or whatever when he was in space and they set up the simulation to catch him? And the simulation was the girl saying, Hey, would you like to smoke some marijuana and have premarital sex? That's the formula of every horror movie. It's it's easy to survive. You play that video game uh, till dawn. It's uh, it's I got bored with that game because you're just trying to survive in a horror movie. It's it's easy to do. Especially if you have any type of background. If Buster Rhymes can learn martial arts and beat somebody up, <laughs> anybody can do it. Horror movies, they just don't work for me. 
That's fine. I, I mean, I'll, I'll go check it out. I, I liked it enough. I like the first one because John Carpenter's awesome, and you know, what they need to remake is Escape from New York. Oh, no. I leave that alone. <laughs> I don't want them to ruin it. <laughs> well, I, I don't want them to ruin it either. I just want them to do it better. You know, Escape what I mean? from L.A. wasn't enough for you. Uh, no, we don't speak of Escape <laughs> from L.A. <laughs> Peter Fonda and and. Oh my God! Quirrell Has there ever Jones. been a good basketball sequence in a genre film? I was just—I just said that Quirrell <laughs> Jones. Yeah, I know. I mean, uh, uh, no, they. All right, I could have done without Escape from L.A. and the whole surfing thing was pretty awful. But if they did do Escape from New York, they could do it right. I mean, I, I cringed back in the '90s when they said they were going to remake Into the Dragon with Van Damme. And oh. I was like, Ugh, oh. no, it's like no, sacrilegious. You, yeah, I, you, right. But uh, I don't know. I can, I can think. I, I think I can dig an Escape from New York remake. Ugh, they've been talking about that for years. They're supposed to have Gerard Butler as uh, Snake. I, I I know, and maybe somebody's just saying no, 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 no. <laughs> I hope so. Mark, you're gonna go see Halloween? Uh, probably not. Uh, I give the trailer a <laughs> one. Really? Yeah, I tried to oh, get I, I tried to get down with the Halloween franchise like back when uh back in like four and five when there was like that you know it seemed like they were they were churning them out like constantly and there was like a little bit of story continuity but it didn't latch on to me I just couldn't get it and I never saw the Rob Zombie ones and yeah horror movies have like a particular formula no matter what happens in the movie you know the very last scene of the movie something you're gonna get a jump scare like the villain like or the whatever. Trailer. Is going to come out. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, I don't really need to invest my time into horror movies that are, you know, formulaic like that. And the trailer, there's nothing about that trailer that made me go, ooh, this could be cool. Except for Jamie Lee Curtis. I love Jamie Lee Curtis, but I don't know. And there's nothing about that trailer. I, I, I know they're me. going for an older Jamie Lee Curtis in this. You got to fake. J- Jamie Lee Curtis was always hot. And to see her look like a crazy old lady in this, I'm like, uh, well, that just got wrecked. Yeah, you know, well, she's, and she's seventy. <laughs> seven, that's just it's just a number, man. Come on, I mean, <laughs> you look at Lee Merriweather when we had her on the show; she was in her seventies, and she, damn, she's still beautiful. You know, and, and I was in awe. I didn't know what to say to the lady, and I'm sitting right next to her. It's it depends on how you take care of yourself, and I'm pretty sure. That that's all makeup with Jamie Lee Curtis because you look at those uh, commercials that she does, for, you know, for the poop yogurt, <laughs> and it, it's like, yeah, she she still got it going on, but they made her into a crazy looking lady in that. No, Joey, you were a fan of Jamie Lee Curtis in uh, Scream Queens, right? Of course. Okay, all right. So yeah, so you you can vouch she's not that old looking. No, 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 no. They definitely made her, played her up, made her look like a yeah. cat lady. I just don't get I, myself though. I just don't get the whole James Bond kitchen. Yeah, they're they're throwing out all types of things in this movie. I I, I don't I don't know. And this, but supposedly, how does she get the money to do that? That's what I want to know. Because she got money to do that, I'm going to build something like that in the geek layer. <laughs> hey, like, so, come on. So uh, the the next trailer I want to go over with is uh, our second look at the Predator. That's the thing that killed my man. <laughs> It'll take us one by one. So come and get us. 
Uh, we did get a trailer of this before, and it did not do well. The internet kind of gave it the thumbs down, um, and visually it was okay, but there was nothing really striking about it. This one seems a little bit more leaner, a little bit more to the point. Um, shows a little bit more action. So, uh, Lewis, did you get a chance to check out the new Predator trailer? Okay, are we talking about the one with um, Olivia Munn at the end where she's supposed to be a scientist and ends up with all the guns? Because, yes, I did see that one. What threw me off with the Predator trailer was it looked like the kid was playing with the with Predator toys. Now, I know that it, it looked like the father was doing something and sent it to a kid. Why in the fuck would you do that? If you knew what it was, why would you send it to your son? Maybe he didn't send it to his son and the kid just opened it. I don't know. But... I don't know. The The movie just looks a little... They should have left it alone or remade Schwarzenegger's Predator. Make another one like that. You know, that's that's what I'm saying. I, I'm not, not digging it. I don't think I'm going to see it. I didn't see Predators. Well, that came out, the one with Adrian Brody and um, uh, Danny Treha. I didn't see that in the theater. I just saw that spot on television. I'm going to give that a, a one. It's, I have no interest to me whatsoever. Oh, okay. A one. All right. All right. Aubrey, what about you? Did you get a chance to check out the Predator, the Predator trailer? I did. You know, it's okay. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> again, it's, it's, I'm cautious about it. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Oh, you will see. <laughs> oh, you will see. You right. will see. Joey, will see. Joey, what about you, dude? What did you think of the new Predator trailer? Uh, the new trailer, I'd probably put it up there at like a four, maybe a five. Wow. Um, really? Well, I already, we already talked about it. Like, like, yes, the first trailer was terrible. Um, but I was excited about the behind the scenes people, you know, Shane Black, right. Fred Decker. Um, and I, I couldn't believe that they would make such a bad looking movie. Now, this one looks a lot more like what I want, which is, you know, cheesy 80s um, action movie with explosions and ragtag group of mercenaries <laughs> and, you know, exactly what I wanted. So that's fine with me. I'm all in because I love the Predator and I love all those movies except for Alien vs. Predator movies because those are terrible. But the actual Predator movies and the old Predator comics are awesome and the terrible Predator expanded universe novels. But... I read them all. So, yeah, let's do this. I'm ready to go. Let's rock and roll. Yeah, I think I'm also going to give it a four because, yeah, more explosions and, uh, like you said, ragtag group of mercenaries, which I thought was pretty cool. So we'll see. I have faith in Shane Black and Fred Decker. Let's let's see what they Did do. Did you guys know that Von Dom was actually a stand-in predator in the Schwarzenegger movie? Yeah, he couldn't do it because he was allergic to the suit. Yep. 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 That's a little known fact. Not many people actually know that. Well, I mean, normal people, not very many. People like us, uh, probably a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You never know. All right, so yeah, the Predator. No, I'm just going to say well, my, my wife calls me a fountain of useless information, so <laughs> I just kind of spout shit off all the time. All right, so the Predator is going to be coming out September 14th, 2018. It's coming out pretty soon. I'm busy that day. <laughs> All right, so I think that should be it. I mean, I have a few more trailers, but I think that those are only good ones. Unless, is there something else, Joey, that you wanted to go over? Um, no, I think that covered all the trailers that were worth talking about. That's pretty much, you know, the good geeky ones. Uh, the other ones that did come out that I wanted to just throw a quick shout out to that uh, some of them look really interesting to me was uh, How to Train Your Dragon Part 3. I love the other two. 
Uh, the girl, no thanks. <laughs> the girl in the spider web. I wasn't that big of a fan of the girl with the dragon tattoo, but this one looks pretty cool. That looked better than the Venom trailer. Mm-hmm. Yep. That looked like Venom, didn't it? When she was like all rolling around in a latex suit, I'm like, holy shit, it's Venom. <laughs> That's what it looked like to me. That's what but Venom should She wasn't Tom Hardy, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it should have looked like, to be honest with you. It should have. That's what Venom should have looked like. Instead, we got what we got. All right. Um, another one that struck me was uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. I didn't even watch that. What the hell is that? Uh, it's kind of hard to describe. It looks like a almost like a hateful eight Pulp Fiction type of movie, like a Tarantino type of movie. Different groups of people meet at this hotel um, that's divided by two states. The important thing is it's written and directed by Drew Goddard, the guy who did Cabin in the Woods, and who also wrote what I still feel is one of the best comic story arcs I've ever read, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Wolves at the Gates. Amazing four-issue comic book. Um, the trailer is just a, it's a little bizarre. Um, it, it looks like it's divided between two states. And is it Jeff Bridges is the priest? Jeff Bridges is the quote unquote priest. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like digging something. It's it looks weird. It's it, it's going to be one of these movies, I think, where you're going to walk out of the theater saying, what the fuck did I just watch? And then it's going to be like Sucker Punch. You're either going to like it or you're going to hate it. Oh, God, I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> A lot of people thought it was great. A lot of people thought it, uh, Sucker Punch was brilliant. A lot of people were like, what the fuck did I just watch? Oh, and, did you ever see Sucker Punch? I did. I actually talked to Zach's sister about it, and she was saying that one of the biggest issues was that it was supposed to be big in Japan. Like, it was marketed, it was supposed to be marketed more for Japan. And at that time, they had had a huge tsunami. So oh right! It didn't do as well as it should have. Did you like it? Yeah, it was okay. It reminded me a lot of like um, the game Alice. Oh, who freaking did it? it? Was on PC, and then they redid it for um, 360. They did uh, Alice Madness Returns. Is it like a Dark Alice of Wonderland? Yes. Okay, I kind of remember that. Oh, I remember that. I know what game you're talking about. Yeah. I mean- I never played it, but I know what game you're talking about. Was the game any good? I loved it. It was, was awesome. it was it was a third person game, right? Yeah. I can't play first person. I get I get like all <laughs> fucked up. No, it was a uh, third person hack and slash, and it's kind of like um, it's it's Alice in Wonderland, but it's like crazy Alice in Wonderland. So yeah, I, yeah, that all right. I get it now. I've still never seen Sucker Punch. Really? Yeah, I should probably watch it at some point. Yeah, you should definitely watch it. Visually, 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 the movie is beautiful visually, but the story is like really bizarre. But if you take into each individual story, it's pretty cool. It's hot chicks battling zombies or dragons or something or gigantic samurais. It's really cool. But put them all together. You're like, what the fuck did I just watch? Yeah, exactly. Visually, it's like I should love everything about this movie story wise. Again, you get to the end, you're like, what the hell was that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But if you take each one of the missions that these girls are on and read it like a comic book, it works. You'd be like, holy shit, that's fucking awesome. But when they put it all together with the ending, you're like, what? It just didn't make any sense whatsoever. All right. So then uh, the last few trailers that came out that I wanted to quickly shout out was Ralph Breaks the Internet. Uh, which looks pretty silly. Widows, a thriller by Steve McQueen. 
No, not the race, not the old movie star, but the uh, filmmaker. Oh, I got excited. I hope not because he's been dead since the seventies. <laughs> the ghost of Steve McQueen, uh, Peppermint, which uh, shows Jen- made a movie. Jennifer Garner go- getting back to her alias days as a. Uh, it looks almost like just a Punisher, but with Jennifer Garner. Uh, first I'm man, <laughs> first man. The uh, story of the first landing on the moon. Uh, directed by the guy who did La La Land, starring Ryan Gosling, who I'm actually a big featuring fan of. Featuring original footage from the moon landing. No, it does not. <laughs> uh, and then uh, A Star is Born, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga in a remake, another remake of this story of uh, singers, which uh, might be doing pretty good. I like Bradley Cooper. He's writing and directing this one, so good luck to him. Uh, no, nah, I'll pass. Yeah, no I'll thanks. Take a zero. I'll take a zero on that. <laughs> All right, and that's it. That's it for the trailers. There was a lot of trailers this week, man. They are pumping a lot of stuff uh, that's coming out towards the end of the year. Yep, and no Aquaman, damn it. Soon, soon. I bet they'll drop Aquaman at Comic-Con. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be a bitch if I didn't like the trailer? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait a minute. Didn't you see Justice League three times in three days? <laughs> yes, I did. I, granted, they were all free screenings, of course. <laughs> i got to get you guys to come with us one time to some of the press screenings. It would be cool instead of just me sitting there with Jeremy. And uh, yeah, I think you guys will have a blast. Um, you should yeah, get Mark see, on that. He'd love to have free screenings. Um, I, did, I did see Justice League three times in three days. I do own it on uh, Blu-ray. And... That it was a morning gift because that came out right after my dad passed away. So Rose went out and bought it for me, and I stayed home from work and watched it like twice in a row. Oh. And I, I loved it. I thought it was great. <laughs> Screw you both, man. <laughs> Aubrey, uh, Aubrey, on a scale of zero to five, how excited are you for Jason Momoa without a shirt on? Five. <laughs> Boy, she didn't even hesitate. What the hell? She was like, five. Jason, all, all you said was Jason. She said five. I'm ready. <laughs> there has been some. Um, they have. There has been some test screenings for Aquaman uh, last week, and it is getting a lot of really good buzz. So, I'm actually looking forward to this trailer to see what's going on. Well, I think what they did, they did it really, really cool with his character portrayal in Justice League. They they made him into a badass, and I'm really digging every. I, I mean. You guys know I bleed DC. I'm sitting here wearing a classic Aquaman t-shirt. The whole look of Momoa as Aquaman. At first, I, when they said he was going to be Aquaman, I'm like, what? No, he should be Lobo. But then, if you really think about it, if you were the king of Atlantis, or heir to be uh, to be the king of Atlantis, would you hang out in Maine? Or would you hang out in Hawaii? Where would you hang out if you had the choice of course you're going to be in hawaii you're going to be sitting on that beach you're going to be tan you're going to be a surfer dude and i think that was brilliant so now in that in the comic books aquaman is getting back to having the beard and the long hair i'm, I'm digging it and i thought it was i think he was a great choice and i'm really excited for it do you think they'll cut his hand off and replace it with a hook um it would be badass if they did <laughs> it, it would be extremely badass if they did it like they did in the comics, right, the right, original way, with the piranhas eating it, mm-hmm. that is cool. When Black Manta chopped it off, I'm like, come on, they should have just stuck with the piranha because that was fucking cool. I mean, because not many everybody, oh, Aquaman c- commands the fish. Nope, not all the fish. That was fucking badass. I loved it. I loved when they did that. I got two copies of that, 
and one of them is actually autographed by everyone who worked on the book. Oh, sweet. All right. Well, we're going to move on to our look at the series premiere of Marvel's Cloak and Dagger on the Freeform channel. Um, we all had a chance to watch this, and you know, like you know, what? we're just going to spoil the hell out of it. Was, we're not even going to try to not spoil this at this point. So if you haven't seen it, jump you off saw. and come back. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you I, have, fuck off. <laughs> stick around, <laughs> and let's see what we thought. Uh, Aubrey, what did you think of Cloak and Dagger series premiere on the Freeform Network? Eh. <laughs> really? What about you, Mark? Uh, yeah, I watched the first two episodes, and I'm not feeling it. Sorry. Oof. All right, Lewis, the king of DC Comics. All right, now you guys are sitting here, and again, I bleed DC. This is not the story that I remember of Cloak and Dagger, but I liked it. I oh. thought it was really cool. Um, very, very dark for Marvel. And especially on Freeform, which is like tied into Disney with asshole and shit and all that. I was like, mm -hmm. what the? This is like, are you guys in the DC universe? Well, not Marvel with the happy-go-lucky everyone loves the villains. I loved it. Um, I, I, Yeah, I dug it a lot. I can't wait for Friday for the next thing to go on because how they ended it with Cloak shooting into the window. That's one thing I didn't understand, though. I was like... You saw the you saw the car crash, you know, with with one of the flashbacks. That show had more flashbacks than fucking Arrow, by the way. And, <laughs> oh my god! But I, I was digging it. You, you know what I mean? Well, at uh, least Cloak didn't have a terrible wig on in the flashbacks. <laughs> true, 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 true. Um, but it's I, I, I was digging it. I, I, I was I was certainly digging it. Um, Jeremy, uh, he just sent me a, a text message earlier apologizing for not being here. And let me read. Now, mind you, he doesn't use big words. <laughs> and um, Jeremy says, also thinking non-superhero fans will really enjoy it. Cuz, C-U-Z, like I said, he doesn't use big words. Um, it doesn't have too much sci-fi stuff going on so far. Mm. I think they're doing a really well telling the origin, though. Especially on ABC Freeform. I'm reading his stuff backwards because... That's the way Jeremy usually is. Uh, Cloak and Dagger looks really, really dark for a Marvel TV show. Motherfucker, that's what I just said. Uh, especially on ABC Freeform. Yeah, so there you go. Um, for me and him to actually agree on something, that's pretty bizarre. <laughs> it's unique. Um, but no, I'm, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm digging it. I, I, I'm looking forward to it. I think they can do a lot with it. If you, you guys think it's going to tie into anything else, because Marvel says everything's connected, but I don't see that happening. Uh, I don't. I don't think it is. I really don't think it is. Joey, what did you think of of the the episodes though? Um, I thought it was kind of boring. Mm -hmm. To be mm -hmm. honest with you, um, Joey wants to borrow one of my jackets next. Well, you know, <laughs> it it kind of had the problem that I thought it was going to have in that we're watching a show called Cloak and Dagger about Cloak and Dagger, and we already know. Maybe that's my fault for being a huge nerd. But I already know about Cloak and Dagger, so I don't need six episodes of, oh my god, I touched my hand and it turned onto light. And that's the only thing that happens for 45 minutes. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I, well, I didn't need all that setup. Like, give me Cloak and Dagger and give me them Cloak and Daggering. <laughs> well, well, you, you got to think about it this way. The non-comic book fan don't know this shit. Screw and them. That's why, that's why what, what did you say? said screw them 
<laughs> Screw them. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what they're trying to do. You're, you know, they're they're trying to make the non-comic book fans, you know, enjoy this stuff. But even um, in the first episodes of you know anything, Daredevil, Shield, uh, Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, yeah, I, I, I could not watch. Which not one? Watch Agents of Shield. No. First half of season one is brutal, but it gets really good after that. But that's a lot to ask someone to say, hey, please watch these 15 episodes. I promise it gets better 15 hours later. <laughs> so it's a lot to ask. But but what I'm saying is like even in those shows, whether they're DC or Marvel, in the first episode, they really jumped into you know what's happening. You got some action and stuff happening. This just felt like it was going to take forever to get to anything happening. And mm-hmm. it just was like, oh, my God, when are they going to get to the fireworks factory? Exactly. The thing about Cloak and Dagger is that, like, I didn't read the comic books. I, I kind of know what the characters are from um, their appearance in the Runaway comic books that I did read. So I'm not really too familiar with their stories. But watching these first two episodes, I feel like they should be a um, something about the show that makes you go, oh, that's cool. I kind of want to read the comic books now. Or, you know, I kind of understand why they would make this into a TV show. It's not that the show is bad. It's just that there's nothing in it that really grabbed me to make me go ooh cloak and dagger something that i really want to be a part of it's just like well, a maybe that's why it's on freeform <laughs> and nowhere else um, my my exposure to cloak and dagger was guest spotting on power pack and spider-man mm-hmm. right I, I yeah mean, they were I, in I think... uh, spectacular spider-man when i very first started reading comics yeah it's so it, it's like i mean Looking around here, but maybe we'll turn the camera on after we're done. I'll give you guys a quick tour of the lair. I do have some Marvel stuff still in my collection, and I think I have the, the original miniseries, like one issue from that. How I got it, probably lore knows, but um, I, I don't know. I don't know too much about the character, but I, I did like it. It was dark. Um, I'm excited to see where it's going to go, but be, I think it's because it seems like it's taboo because it's on Disney uh, you know, it's on free form, you, you know, and when they swore, I'm like, holy shit, they fucking swore in this show. <laughs> and for those of you that are streaming this, too, um, the premiere was a two hour premiere. But if you watch it streaming, they broke it up to episode one and two. Did you guys right. notice that? Yeah, because I watched it on Hulu. So. But yeah, I think it's going to be all right. I mean, again, learn my lesson. I'm going to give things a chance. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch the next two issues and see what happens. If I don't like it, I'm like, damn, this shit sucks. And stop watching it. Like I did Crap Fist. I mean Iron Fist. That was just I could not watch that shit. Oh my god. That show just blows. Oh my god. It was so awful. Um, The way way I look at when I watch a show. I try or you know a movie. I get into the movie. I'm a part of the movie. I'm watching it. And right now to me. That motherfucker's still falling off the top of the clock tower because that's where I stopped watching. I'm like, I can't watch this. <laughs> you know, episode three, when he's falling, I'm like, yeah, you're stuck there forever in limbo because I'm not coming back to you. And the Defenders, I didn't get past episode. There's only seven episodes. I think I watched half of it. It was just boring. You got farther than me. I didn't make it past episode three. <laughs> really? It's just, right. they're, they're, they're just brutal. I didn't start watching uh, Jessica Jones season two yet. All they that's did was good. have sex. Really? That's the good. First... Yeah, Punisher is really good. I watched all of that. So, you know. There's barely any sex in season two. 
Right. Yeah. There's not much in. Well, uh, then I'm not watching it. Then I mean, it, that's what, <laughs> it was funny. I watched it with Rose, my wife, season one, and she's like, "Boy, Marvel people are really horny." I'm like, "I know," because <laughs> in Luke Cage, that's all they did, and then in Jessica Jones, that's all they did. I'm like, "Yeah." Well, really- I have a. It's a kind of a different meaning behind it's all connected. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yeah, and I, I don't know. It's just no, uh, no appeal to watch season two at the moment. And since there's very little sex in it, that appeal just went down even more. <laughs> All right, so there's our... maybe like two or three scenes, maybe, maybe three. I know there's two, but now Aubrey, do you yeah, think you're gonna Aubrey? You think you're gonna continue to um, watch Cloak and Dagger? <laughs> maybe for a little bit to see if it gets any better, but. I don't know. It was really boring. It doesn't really follow the story of Cloak and Dagger. So, yeah. Did you read the original miniseries when they in- introduced him? Before no. Before Aubrey was born? No. Yeah, I, I didn't. <laughs> but... Just call back issues, motherfucker. Go to a comic book store and buy them. I <laughs> will. But I had... No, I'm talking to Joey. I was just wondering <laughs> if you read the story. No, I, I haven't. But I read their origin story when I first heard that they were coming out. And I read, I read uh-huh. up on them and everything. To see, like, what the show would be about, but then I'm watching the show, and it's, like, nothing. I don't get it. Well, I mean, it. I know there was swearing, but it is still on Freeform, so there was always going to be teenage drama involved. Right. Yeah, but, like, I mean, first of all, they get their powers when they're, like, little kids. And I thought that happened when they were teenagers. And then... Tandy does drugs, and I thought it was more like her mother did drugs and stuff like that. Like, it's just, I just don't understand completely. Well, they have to make it teenage appeal. Right. Yes. So I think that's what, I think that's why they did it. Yeah, well, they have to remix it in order to make it spread out over these 10 episodes. Um, But like I said, what they're doing so far, it's not really catching, it's not really keeping my attention um but i'll check it out because i do like the performances i thought the performances by everyone was really good um especially um tandy i thought she was actually really really good because she has like a lot of different um emotions that she has to play so i thought she did a really good job so i'll i like you aubrey i'm gonna check out the next few episodes and see if it gets any better yeah i'm i'm trying not to call it off on the first episode because i didn't like like I didn't really like Jessica Jones first episode, but then I loved the rest of the series. And there's a couple of sex Yeah, it's just the you know, well, season two wasn't as good, but it was still I'm you know what I think I like is the mystery of Jessica Jones, like the like the puzzles behind it and like figuring out how everything is connected. And that kind of thriller aspect of it is what cat what catches me. So the first episode where you're building up the story is kind of boring for me. But then after that, somewhat gets interesting. All right, cool. All right, Joey, you have anything else to say about Cloak and Dagger? Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'll watch more of it, to be quite honest with you, because my time is precious. And uh, I work third <laughs> shift, so it's, it's hard. I spend a lot of time sleeping and working. So to try to watch something I don't like when I, I also have to power through 
uh, all the last seasons of all the CW shows that I wasn't able to watch because I was working. And uh, as soon as Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. comes on Netflix in a few weeks, I got to watch that. And then there's 800 movies I have to see. <laughs> and then we have the podcast. And then we have the social media for the podcast. And then blah, 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 You're preaching to the choir. Preaching to right. the choir. Exactly. Lewis knows what's up. And so is Aubrey and Mark. But I just, I don't have time. So, I mean, if you guys tell me it gets really good in like episode five, I might jump back in. But mm-hmm. for right now, I'm just going to uh, kind of back away <laughs> and uh, and call it. Uh, I don't think I'm going to watch this going forward. <laughs> All right. So we'll, we'll, we'll be following up with Lewis to see what he thinks, because I'm sure you're going to be watching the next eight epi- episodes, right? Yeah, probably. I mean, I, I got the coolest work schedule in the world to some people, but the, until you find out what time I have to wake up in the morning. So I'm I'm out of work at ten o'clock in the morning on a Friday, and my weekend's ready. So if I don't come home and crash, I'm watching something on television. Yeah, but your weekend is uh, is going to comic book conventions nonstop, <laughs> dude. You're not. Yeah, you're not kidding, man. It's like every weekend I'm either we're doing a an appearance at a store or we're doing an appearance at a comic book convention somewhere. And it's like by the time I get home, it's like fuck, I gotta go to bed. Mm-hmm. And it's it is crazy. It's super crazy. I need a new gig. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. You're in, man. It's too late. Yeah, now. you're I know. in too deep. I, 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 I know. This weekend, though, we're um, we got people skyping in to the geek lair, and we're gonna have the one and only matches Malone as a special guest. And then, uh, yeah, so next weekend it'll be nice and nice and quiet. But after that, we're on the road. We're gonna be everywhere from upstate Massachusetts, of course, Foxwoods, and I think the last con weekend that we have is going to be rhode island in november oh yeah non-stop oh. not non-stop well uh looks like we've all all over the place on cloak and dagger i think if you the listener check it out let us know what you think and maybe you can change our minds so we'll get wrapping it up here with some recommendations aubrey what do you have for the listeners this week that is a excellent question. Um, I recommend everybody go watch Stranger Things Season 2. came out a while ago, but I finally just watched it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was awesome, right? Yeah, yeah, it was good. I, and I really enjoy that show. That's another one, like, once I start watching it, I watch the whole thing. Have you guys ever had any of the Stranger People, Stranger Things cast members on uh, your show as a guest? <sighs> <laughs> no, <laughs> dude, you got to man. They're they're awesome. The kids are funny as hell. Yeah, I because well, I mean, how the hell would we arrange that? I don't think. They want oh my god! Do do with us. I'll I'll see what I can do. We we had them on a super mega fest, and they they were they were the kids were hilarious because we were talking about stuff that we see in the show, and they're like, I had no idea. I had to ask my dad. And I'm like, oh my god, you little. Because they were all like, they were all 10, you know? Yeah, I don't think they know anything about the 80s. (laughs) (laughs) No, but they were like, I don't know what that is. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, boy. All right, Mark, what do you got for us? Uh, Yeah, I want to recommend everyone go out to the movies and check out the film Upgrade. Uh, Came out a couple of weeks ago. (laughs) Let me upgrade you. Uh, It stars Logan Marshall Green, a.k.a. not Tom Hardy, but... Could but be looks like him. Tom, Tom Hardily, someone called him. Uh, <laughs> and it's it's like a low-budget sci-fi revenge story. Pretty much like it looks almost like Venom in a way. Venom and Robocop and Iron Man uh, like all mashed together. It's 
so good. I could not believe how good it was. I thought it was going to be like, you know, it's from Blumhouse Pictures. So I'm like, all right, you know, it's going to be like uh, Happy Death Day or Truth or Dare or any of those other low budget movies that he does. And it is low budget, but all of the money is right on the screen and it's put to perfect, uh, it's put in a perfect place. It's like hardcore Henry, but really, really good. Uh, I love this movie. I can't recommend it enough. It's probably one of my favorite movies of the year so far. Uh, so go see Upgrade if you haven't seen it already. Awesome. All right, Lewis, give us a recommendation and then tell us where people can find you and the Angry Geek Show. All right. Well, I'm going to record. I'm going to recommend some comics. Now, last week, DC has been crossing over with some Looney Tunes characters. They did it last year and they did it again this year. And I want to recommend Black Lightning in Hong Kong Fooey. This book was funny. It was really, really cool. I dug it. I loved it. But the side story at the end had to do with the Funky Phantom. People in my generation would understand what that is, who that is. But that story got really, really political. Now, I know comic books have political innuendo inside them. But this one was right there in my face. Pick up Hong Kong Fooey and Black Lightning, but don't read that part of the story. Just read the Hong Kong Fooey Black Lightning. Another comic I want to recommend that just hit the newsstands last week was the Super Sons. Yes, they canceled the series, but this is the Super Sons with Dino Mutt and the Blue Falcon. Dude, this was awesome. Guys, go to the newsstand, pick it up. It's $4.99. Yeah, it is a little bit expensive for a comic, but you gotta pick it up really great and you find out something that's really cool if you're a fan of the lone ranger lone ranger not the disney bullshit that's not the lone ranger i'm talking the real lone ranger kimosabi means trusted friend well if you watch the blue vulcan tv show which was way back on when i was a kid dynamite always called blue vulcan bf you find out why it means best friend you gotta get this book because it's awesome you can find me every week Podcast version on exclusively on the Earplug Podcast Network, brought to you by Slap Pro and SoundCloud and Comic Con 2018. Or you can find me on your public access television station. If I'm not on that station, if Jamie Dolan's not on that station, if Jar Jar Jeremy's not on that station, you call that station, tell them you want your angry geeks. And if you don't have a public access station because you got TV Direct or some other satellite bullshit, you can find us on YouTube. Just go to our website and type in The Angry Geek Show, and you'll find us there. you find us on Twitter, Instagram. But wait a minute. Stay away from Instagram. If you want to see Jeremy reviewing comic books naked, stay away. <laughs> if you want to see that, you know who you are. Are you over 40 single women? Go there and check them out. Instagram, <laughs> Pinterest, and all the social media outlets. Just search The Angry Geek Show. Awesome. Oh, use car dealership. Look at that. <laughs> awesome. All right. So I will recommend that everybody go to SoWizardPodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks from Marcellus and Adam Wallyhawk, and so much more. SoWizardPodcast.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. Listen to us on Spotify or just about any podcatching app under the sun. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Helps out the show. And for an actual recommendation, I'm going to – I this is just for you, Lewis. Check out DC Comics Silencer. Really? You like that? Which is freaking awesome. Really? I, I couldn't I, – I'm not sure about that book, man. I didn't pick it up. Not sure about it. To oh, me, it looked like good. a female Punisher or a female it's, Deathstroke. It's a woman who was part of Leviathan – 
And then she retires. Talia Agul allows her to retire. And then she has a happy life with her family and suddenly gets pulled back into the assassin lifestyle. It is freaking awesome. I definitely get it. <laughs> it needs all the help it can get. <laughs> As you know, when comics aren't selling great. Yeah, well, extra... yeah, that's, I mean, the new stuff by DC they're putting out. I mean, Brimstone's awesome. Sideways, uh, that book went sideways quick. The Terrific is terrific. Right. And, of, of course, Damage. Damage is one of my favorite books out there today. But oh, I did please, not. I, please I asked buy Silencer. Yeah, please I'm, buy I'm Silencer. I will, <laughs> check it I will out. Check it out. And I will agree with you. Super Sons is awesome. That's my son's favorite comic book. Too bad they canceled it. It's uh, it'll be around in, in specials and stuff like that. Oh, so yeah. let's see what is going on next week. Next week on the show, we're going to be talking about The Incredibles 2. So you should probably go to the movies and check that out so you can come and listen to us discuss it. But that's going to do it for episode number 200 of the So Wizard podcast. On behalf of my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Goodbye, citizens. And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. Everybody have a good week. Lewis, thanks for joining us. Wakanda no, it was forever. my pleasure, brothers. I'm flattered. I just wish um, Jamie and Jeremy were here to enjoy this. Um, but then again, if Jeremy was here, we wouldn't get a word in edgewise. It was my honor for being on. Thank you so much. Much love to you guys. You guys show us a lot of love. Even you, Aubrey. Um, I love you guys. Thank you. And Lewis, straight from the Angry Geeks show. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. It's been episode number 201 of the So Wizard podcast. We'll see you next week. Good journey. <laughs>